0: good morning good afternoon and good evening everybody welcome back to another edition your health is your choice right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com i am your host sarah troy my guest all the way from the uk is claire johnson what are we going to be talking about today well we're going to be talking about the naked warrior about uh the mindset and the nutrition and the training that you need, and how to be an alpha, and three principles of achieving success with your mindset, training, and nutrition. She is the CEO of the Naked Warrior, which delivers three winning online coaching programs. And she's founder of the Naked Warrior Tribe online community, plus authors of two books, The Winning Formula, Discover the Secrets to Unleash Your Alpha Female, and The Winning Physique, and how to get the competitive edge on stage. She's a leading female mindset nutritional training coach who is focused on empowering women to lose that mental junk, holding themselves back, plus identifying their triggers, self sabotage, habits that they can create uh, strategies to achieve success in their desired results. Everything that we need right now, right? Every bit of support that we need. Welcome to the show, Claire. Wow. Thank you. What an introduction. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. I love the point about you know the mental junk you know it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what your physique is what your nutrition is until you deal with the mental drunk nothing else is going to happen is it?
1: Oh totally agree um through all the years that I've worked with women and you know initially started off in the training space and then branched more out into nutrition and you know I'd see women they'd start and they'd make small steps forward but in variably you know there would be something that would happen and they'd fall back or they'd lose their motivation and it was always um little things that were going up on, on upstairs you know that's why I call it the mental junk it's that negative self-talk it's that self-sabotage behaviors that you might not even be conscious of or it's just those limiting beliefs or belief systems around food and you know emotional associations with different situations so once I started working with women to address those issues they really started to fly and accelerate their results in, in the other two areas. And when they achieved results in those areas, it again improved their mindset. So that's why I kind of work in the the three pronged approach, if you like. like yeah, it, like it's incredible. That.
0: Yeah. Mm. You know, there, there's another huge one to, to do with that uh, junk in there is comparison you know it's society and and celebrities and everybody else you've got to look like this now not everybody's designed to do that it's not about everybody being a size two right it is about you being healthy and abundant in your own body in your own life and immediately you know people think well you know i've got i've got to get down to zero and your body frame everything about your body is not designed that way so it's not about Mm -hmm. you trying to be in somebody else's image or the expectation of what you should be it's about you being beautiful in your own body in your own health within your own frame and that's a huge one for people to take on i think
1: Oh, absolutely. I agree with you. And it's one of the um, the reasons why, you know, I focus on my programs and, and I say, you know, like why be average when you can be alpha? And, you know, when I talk about being alpha female in my book, The Winning Formula, it's not to be better than anyone else, but it's right. to be the best version of yourself and, you know, have that confidence in yourself and knowledge that you are capable of doing everything that you choose to do. That's where the alpha mindset comes from. So really being able to step into your power, understanding you, but supporting those others around you to help lift them up as well. And, you know, I talk about women in my tribe about being brave and unafraid. So it's all about, you know, taking those risks, feeling the fear and doing it anyway to be that alpha version of you, to be the best version of you. And once you're focused on that and, and you're comfortable and confident in your own skin, you're more likely to want to lift those up around you rather than compare and you celebrate each other's successes and you you recognize the the efforts that those around you are going to to be their best as well because that's the journey that you're on so you celebrate and support each other rather than comparing and then potentially you know getting that mental junk again where you're getting into comparing syndrome and beating yourself up or I'm not good enough like they're better at me than that and it's you know I will work with women to help them be able to accept themselves where they're at be happy with where they're at be grateful for where they're at and then you know move forward from there
0: exactly you know I also think that people have also get out of their minds it's not about the poundage oh I lost this amount of pounds today that amount of pounds today uh, you know when you actually release all that mental junk you've lost a ton of poundage already yeah um, you know the um, Diets don't work, do they? It's a lifestyle that you have to change to, mm-hmm. you know. It's also knowing what does your body like? You know, maybe you are the vegetarian or the vegan or whatever it is. Feed your body what it leads to nourish and understand the nutrition of what you are feeding it. And you can't get there if all you're thinking about is I've got to lose weight, I've got to lose weight, got to go on a diet. Those yoga diets do so much damage to the body, don't they? They, they do,
1: and, and they do a lot more damage to your, your mental health as well, really. Living in, you know, yeah. oh, I can't have or I'm not allowed, it puts you in a very restrictive, negative yeah. mindset. And when you start to use those words, can't and, you know, I'm not allowed or I'm on a diet, so I'm not having that your physiology in your body changes and your actual physique changes and you start to become more closed off. Yes. So, you know, when I'm working with women, I, I encourage them to choose what they're having to eat. So I'm choosing to eat this way because I know it's going to nourish me. It's going to help me get closer to my wellness goals or my weight loss goals or whatever they are Um, and getting women to connected to choosing and you know, I work for women to create new habits and focus on the new steps that they're making, rather than focusing on the ones that they shouldn't be doing.
0: Right. And it yes. puts you
1: in a lot more positive, um, proactive space. And it gives you the freedom where you don't feel restricted, because, you know, I don't know about you, but... If I feel restricted, there's going to be like a raw at some point where I want oh, to yeah. rebound, <laughs> yes. and that's why you know. And when when people go on crash diets as well, they don't work. You know, they go full hog. It's quite restrictive. It's hard to do, and so you know they'll get reach their goal or it becomes too hard, and and then they rebound because they haven't again addressed the mental junk up here to create a lifestyle. They've gone too hard and full on into it, so it's not sustainable. Um, So, you know, then they get disheartened as well. And then it's like, oh, you know, I've lost weight, but I put it back on, Mm. which again, in turn, affects how you feel about yourself, whether or not you're good enough to lose weight. And then, you you know, you have your body image issues and, you know, you don't feel confident and sex. It's massive, full on impact on you. So, you know, I work with women so that they can be able to create sustainable changes for for the long term and you know whenever i'm working with someone i have a look at where they're at right now and then we make a plan for what's their ideal And then just map out the journey to get there. Um, I'm not an all or nothing person. Well, I am personally, but I don't believe that that works (laughs) for for everyone. Um, You know, and for me, I have got, well, I've got incredible discipline where I used to compete and I used to get up on stage and do female bodybuilding. So from that, like, you know, my discipline, if I have my mind set to something, it's very much switched on. But again, I learned a lot from that process is then it's not sustainable. It does damage your health and, you know, it's when you're not having joy in your life, then you can become quite miserable. And then it's, again, it's that negative mindset. So it's all about trying to create that positive um, association with food. And food for me and how I like to teach people, it's fuel, it nourishes you. There's some foods that you should eat more of, some foods that you should eat less of, some foods that are gonna, you know, make you feel better than others. But again, it's moderation, you know. There's a lot of emotional attachment, joy and happiness to different situations. Like, you know, as we were saying, going out for a yes. meal with, with yes. your loved ones and friends yes. and we should be able to enjoy that and yes. do it guilt-free and not worry about um you know oh god i can't go and eat that because i'm on this diet it's like no let's eat and have 80 of the time where we're good and on point and have the other 20 where you know we can allow for that and exactly I'm an, 80, I'm an well. 80
0: 20 year as well i'm, I'm going yeah. to go out guilt-free on that 20 but there's another factor <laughs> in here is that if you are constantly depriving your body your whole body's system goes into the you're being starved. I need to save the calories, right? Mm-hmm. Your body is doing that because it thinks, you know, that you are, you know, in World War Z and you can't get any food, so it's going to sustain what food you do have. Um, that um, <clears throat> that guilt too is the wrong energy that you're feeding. Mm. Definitely. And if you're feeding that energy you know what we feed is what will grow and if you're feeling guilty and you're feeling i can't do this and the sacrifice and the this and that i promise you it will never never work because no, our body do. works with positive energy and if you say i'm going to go out today and have a damn good meal big spaghetti and a piece of cake and a glass of wine and i'm not going to worry about it and your mind goes i'm not going to worry about it and if you have to do a little more exercise tomorrow or kind of go back to a more stable diet that's fine but that guilt it just it's not only just to do with the fact of what you've eaten it becomes something that kind of trickles down you start feeling guilty about everything it starts blowing up out yeah. of proportion doesn't it and we're very good at that especially as women are feeling uh. guilty <laughs>
1: I know there's so many things that already um, beat yourself up about and feel guilty about. So um, we don't want that association with food. And it's, you know, that's why the all or nothing, as I was saying, doesn't work, because if you don't feel like you've achieved in that space, then, you know, you're just going to beat yourself up. So it's like, well, let's focus on what we can do. And, you know, I focus on the small wins and, you know, it might be for someone um, they're used to having half a glass of wine or a glass of wine, like three or four times a week. And then after a week of working together, then they've reduced it down. So it's twice a week that's progress that right. that's a win you know if someone's been having sporadic eating patterns where they keep missing breakfast and they're not eating till late on the day and having a large meal and then they start to change their eating habits so they're having breakfast a couple of times a week that's still hmm. progress so when i say you know we have the starting point and then map out the yeah. journey like, that's, that's what I mean. It's like, okay, this is your ideal. This is where I'd like you to get to. Um, but there's a journey to, to get there, definitely. And when you're doing it th- that way and you're focusing on creating one small habit at a time and yeah. absolutely nailing that so it becomes your natural new way of life and integrating into your lifestyle, you do it guilt-free. And, you, you know, we all know that it takes 21 days to, to build a new habit. So focus on that one thing first, like I said, get that right and then move on into the other areas.
0: Which when you inject a new habit, that means an old one has to go.
1: Yeah, right? and, and focus on that new one, focus on what you're now doing, what you're yes. rather than what you're not supposed to be doing. Again, right. it's a much more empowering mindset. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, I have a friend who's a, quite a large woman and she's happy in her largeness, mm-hmm. right? I and mean, she even just had heart thing and the heart ticking very well, etc. But she has a very skinny sister who's obsessed right. with being skinny. And she cannot see her sister without telling, you're fat, you need to lose weight and just belittling all the time. And everybody has told her this is not the way to do it because you're trying to guilt her, you're trying to demean her, you're trying to make her feel bad about herself, where she and her person doesn't feel bad. And so mm-hmm. this is another thing about going through this change. We really need to have the people around us that are truly supportive.
1: Yeah. Definitely. You you need a support team around you, people who understand why it is that you want to work towards what you're working to um, and who are on board with you. You know, like I said before, we don't need people who are bringing us down. It's like we want people to be championing us and helping us get to where we need to be. Um, and, you know, it might be that this friend of yours, it might not necessarily be that, you know, she might she could be happy with where she's at. But they'd be looking at probably like quality of life, health goals, and things like that. But it's up to her. No one's going to want to make the change. You can't make someone change. What's that saying? You know, you can lead a horse to water, sorry, but you can't force them to drink. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, Unless you leave them there and they realise they're thirsty. Well, exactly. And you know, give them time around the water. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. for, For a lot of people, it's. It, you know, sadly, it takes like a big life changing thing mm-hmm. to happen for the wobbly folks people to realise that you know maybe the way that they're living isn't the best way for them. It has to like, be their choice, doesn't it? to them having a life like yeah. Well,
0: this yeah, is right. Exactly. This show is called "Your Health Is Your Choice" because it is. No one else can choose it for you, and you, your your mental, mm-hmm. your well being, your body, your heart, your soul, your spirit—it's all your choice. And if we're carrying, as you said, the old junk around with us, it is literally going to weigh us down. And you know, part of a wellness mm-hmm. program is exercise, and it doesn't mean that you've got to go and work out—you tw- know, twenty four hours a day, and you know, become the bodybuilder. It it is about it, maybe it's just a walk in nature. You know, and you find that you 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 can do that longer and further and you can start doing more. But it's just that exercise is a part, it's been kind of taught along with the diet of restriction. And now you've got to put these amount of hours into exercise. And and everybody, you know, who isn't into the exercise buff kind of looks at it and go, oh my God, you know. And they may go at it at first. I'm doing this. And then, you know, it gets further and further away from them tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, and then tomorrow doesn't come. So I think it's the same mindset over yeah. the exercise, isn't it? It's like start off small.
1: Start off small, but start off doing something that you enjoy to do. Yeah. You know, it's there's no point if someone absolutely hates running for for me to say go go and start running but if that person loves to go to a dance class yeah and they just lose time and they're dancing they're active amazing they can dance all week because they're moving yeah and it's important to realize you know we we are quite um population as a whole is very sedentary nowadays and Mm. you know we were designed to move you think of the lack of movement that people have so the impact that that has on your body from a health perspective is massive. So, you know, I encourage people to be healthy by moving more, you know, initially, if there haven't been, you know, following a structured exercise program, I'm not necessarily wanting them to go and exercise. Yeah. I just want them to make movement on a daily basis, something that they do. So, you know, go walk to the park, you know, walk your dog more, even when you're sitting at home, get up and move around yes. more. You know, I, I remember working with a lady once and, she wanted to, she was on a, a big goal to lose weight she needed to be more active. So she And she had like three flights of stairs in the house and she purposely used to leave stuff upstairs. So she kept having to go back up um, because that's what motivated her to do it. Yes. So, you know, and it's when you go to the car park, like try and park furthest away from the mm. shops, use the stairs more rather than going in the elevator or, or the lift. Um, it's about trying to be more active every day, just, you know, for functional health really. So you know, our body is able to perform and be at its optimum and reduce our risk of, you know, having chronic disease in later life. And like, we should all be able to run for the bus when we're running late without getting breathless. You know, right. we should all be able to move our body without it feeling stiff and sore and, you know, be able to move down into a squat and go through our full range of movement. And you have a look at a child and see the movement, mobility and freedom they have in that mobility of movement and what they're able to do we lose that in adult life because we don't do it as much and we become more stationary more sedentary Um, so it's always about just trying to get the body moving first and then once you start to feel better and your body becomes healthier you know it has a massive impact on the way that you think about yourself and then you're inspired and motivated more to want to go and exercise so i always say move first do something you love to do and like what you said getting out in nature it's so good it's so restorative on so many levels yes and then once you feel fitter just for daily living
0: let's get you into training right exactly you know i'm seven hours a day at this computer and you know it's sometimes you you just get so engrossed in it you know i know so many people now have gone to online with their businesses and mm-hmm. that maybe we're used to walking for the bus and then on the bus and then climbing the stairs and doing everything else to go to work and they don't have that anymore so sometimes i have to just get up and do my yeah. silly silly baggers you know do the twist <laughs> and the shout anything to kind of get the body going and get this circulation going i might not have much time but you could stand there doing something to shake your booty you know yeah. and, and get that circulation going back in your body or even just the stretching you know getting all the limbs going up and it's it is it can be very engrossing when you're working online and you've got to remember uh-uh body's feeling like cardboard need to loosen yeah. it up right a few minutes exactly. a few minutes if you can't go and take the big walk take a few minutes to shake things out
1: mm. no for sure like i know um some people i've helped set an alarm on their phone to remind themselves that like, every hour especially yes. when you are I know what it's like you know when you're on a big project and you're into it but just setting alarm and you know getting up and moving allows more oxygen to get into your yes. body so then it help, also helps you think clearer yeah. um and then you know especially over here in the UK with people uh, in lockdown and you know work, working more from home I know of some people who've actually you know they're still getting up at the same time as if they're actually going to the office, but they right. actually get up, walk out the door, yeah. walk around the, the block to, you know, get them in that mindset yeah. of like, I'm going to work. Yeah. So obviously they're getting a little bit of activity and exercise then, but it's also, which I thought was a great idea. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it is. And it, you know, every little helps. Yeah, you know, you may, your lifestyle may have adjusted. And it's like, don't look at what you used to do that you can't do now. Mm -hmm. Look at what you can do now. And what you used to do may come back or it just may redirect into something else. But just because, oh, I can't do that anymore. All right, you can't do that. There's always something you can do, right? You you know, these, um, what are these things? Let me go to find it a second. You know, these things. Oh, right advanced. you know Amazing. i mean they're really good at just the stretching and everything else <laughs> you could do that at your desk you can do that anywhere it's just find something <clears throat> that you can do we can't constantly look behind us and go oh i'm yeah you may miss those days of doing this and that but there's no point in whining about it because mm-hmm. we're here now so what can we do now is the woman leaving things up at the top of the stairs so she has to go up and down taking a walk around the block um, chasing the kids, you know. there's always something we can do. And, and it's make sure that you give yourself time to do it, not just physically, but the mental break is just as important, isn't it?
1: Mm, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. And like I said, it's that, that when you get up and move it, you know, also allows you that time to, to think and stops you feeling too stressed and closed at your desk um like i say, it gets more oxygen into your body and then again you know it's an opportunity to reduce your blood pressure if you're feeling quite stressed and anxious it allows you to breathe a little bit deeper so you know definitely even if you just got up from your desk and did some squats standing yeah. up and down you're going to get the blood flow going yeah. um and you know like we said every little definitely helps and i liked what you were saying as well about focusing on what you can do not what you can't do because again that's putting you more into the positive mental uh, mindset so we're being proactive and rather than looking at uh, an obstacle or a challenge as as a setback it's like okay cool it's an opportunity now I'm going to go and do it this way and again it comes back to what I said at the start so rather than thinking oh I can't do this we're not allowed to do this we've identified what you we can do so let's go and work on what we now will do right it's definitely a a lot more empowering space to be and again you feel more in control um you feel like you're more connected to your purpose and you know what you're you're doing so you you don't feel that sense of overwhelm when things are, are running away from you
0: there's so many people you know kind of their life has overtaken them you know, their mental stress is, you know, all that junk and that I should have, I would have, I da, 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 and all that chatter that goes on, mm-hmm. the judgment from others, the judgment from society, the job pressures, the COVID redirection. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, it's weighed them down instead yeah. of looking at things as an opportunity. You know, when we focus on what we do have, gratitude steps in. Definitely. You start seeing possibilities and then you start seeing opportunities. So again, it's like don't get stuck in your moment. The the greatest gift you have is the present. Mm-hmm. But what you do in the present is what your next moment is going to be. Mm-hmm. No, I definitely
1: agree with that. And I like that you brought up um, gratitude. Uh, It's what I always encourage people and and women I work with, especially in some of my coaching programs. It's, well, let's have a look at a practice of gratitude. You know, what can you be grateful for right now? And, you know, when the the act of saying thank you, like if you've ever said thank you 10 times in a row, you actually take that step you feel your whole physiology change and your energy changes and you feel calmer. You, you definitely feel more appreciative. And, you know, and once you put yourself in that space, you're going to be reacting to different situations around you in a lot more positive way. You know, if you think about, you've done your gratitude practice before you've gone out the door in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're in the car, someone cuts you out rather than reacting and, you know, feeling enraged and start shouting, getting frustrated by it. You're a lot calmer. You're like, Oh, okay. And then you might, Instead, just acknowledge that that person might be in a hurry, or hope that they're okay, yeah. and you get on with your day, and and it doesn't affect you. So it's like you've got this armor on you. But if you reacted to someone else's um anger, or, or potentially in that incident, you know, if someone cut you up, if you react in that way, and then you hold on to it, it's not mm-hmm. going to be serving you, you mentally physically and then you're going to go and, and talk about it work and you keep going around and regurgitating it yeah but if you'd had your little gratitude armor on it would just be in a whole different situation and reacted differently and then you don't
0: carry as much of the junk
1: so it, it all leads back together
0: yeah you know it's kind of just send vibes out to them slow down grasshopper it's okay <laughs> you know because we've got to understand the energy that we project out is what others receive do not mm-hmm. think that that passing guy is going so fast that they can't receive some good vibes right yes and you know you talked about kind of the worry wearing the armor i'm always trying to kind of get away from anything to do that's related with war
1: yeah i would
0: like people to step into the aura
1: True. That's that's a good analogy. Actually, I'll let, I'll,
0: I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, that aura is something that not everybody sees, but is is very much who you are, and is what people feel about you. Mm-hmm. And when we have that loving, beautiful, strong aura about us, that is our armor, and that is also um, it's our protection, but it's our invitation. And so it warms people up around you and it invites them in. And so, you know, we, we gone are the days where we feel we have to fight for everything. It is now allow, change your mindset to allow yourself to do, allow yourself to be, allow yourself, love yourself. Don't expect others to love you for you to change, change to love yourself. Then others will love you in your own light. Mm -hmm. definitely
1: agree with that and and like you said it's it's changing that that energy that you project so you know obviously what you put out there you're going to attract more of it it's the law of attraction which we all know about so you know and it's also about thinking about how you want to be remembered like Mm. I've got quite a young son and at the moment I'm teaching him to always leave things in a better condition as you found them or so if you or if you have an interaction with someone always leave them feeling better than when you first met them so you're you're trying to light up and put these little positivity bubbles along the way and you know exactly she said don't expect other people to do it like be that light and and lead the way
0: yeah inspiration begets invitation Right. So when you inspire someone in any way, just by your presence, you're inviting Mm -hmm. them to rise up to their higher vibration in themselves. And then, you know, that's when that kind of junk, you know, that um, chitter chatter, low self-esteem, beating yourself up, criticizing yourself junk starts falling away. Because when you're in a state of love, there is no room Mm -hmm. for any of the other.
1: Yeah exactly and you know it, it's looking with love as well when you're mm. looking at a situation it's you know if you look at it from that perspective of love it gives you those different glasses to put on and then you're more open to seeing someone else's point of view and then you know you potentially reducing conflicts around you which again yes. is going to put you in a more positive state more positive actions with people and again it's just spreading that um energetic vibe which lights people up and it's just creating a more positive environment for all those around you. I mean, we all know the person, you know, who, who you meet and that you're drawn to yes. who seems to light up a room when they walk into yeah. it, you want to be surrounded by that energy. So why not emulate yourself to be mm-hmm. that person? You, you know, know? Um, and-
0: yeah, no, I, I agree with you. You know, I'm just going into a little flash that came into my thing is that foods have color for a reason. And very often those foods Mm -hmm. that you're craving a particular color, an aubergine or a green apple or, or an orange, very often when we're craving that, it is actually feeding our chakras. If we're craving something, there's a particular chakra that is off balance and it needs to be balanced. There is a reason that we go, you know why, I mean, food is absolutely beautiful. You know, it is exquisite the way the colors, the vibrancy, when a dish is done with love and laid out, you eat visually before you eat, you know, physically. And so if we're drawn to the color of food, we've actually got to understand it's feeding a particular energy within us.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I encourage people to always eat. A wide spectrum of coloured foods. I eat, you know, like your plates are rainbow. Yes. Um, You know, from the nutrient perspective, it's you know you're gonna be getting such a wide range of vitamins and minerals in your body, along with those certain phytonutrients that each individual fruit and vegetable contains, and you know that that's going to be doing, you know, you good basically. Cause yeah. often I'm asked, well, what should I eat? And it's like the more color you can eat and the more vegetables you can eat than what you are doing right now, do that for a couple of weeks. You're already going to start to feel better. Make sure you're hydrating enough, load up your plate with color and then see the impact that that has.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you know, your body just starts going, oh, I want more of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm a six veggie a night person. Um, and you know, I just love my veggies and uh, you know, mm. there are different range of colors and, and it doesn't matter how I cook them, you know, in which way I prepare them, you know, I always feel really nourished by them. Mm. So, you know, kind of have a love affair with your food, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and remember that, you know, because I've worked with people before and they're like, oh, but I don't like the taste of that food. Mm. And once you start to create your body so it's more healthy you become more alkaline by having more greens in you reducing the foods that are going to make you acidic you'll actually notice that your taste buds do change yes. so it and you'll like you said you'll be starting to crave those foods more and once your body starts to feel as good as it should do that's how you want to be because a lot of people i've worked with previously um like oh, but you know i eat healthy i'm fe- I, f- I feel good but it's because your body's got used to what that version of good is. So it's like, okay, well, let's just increase a little bit here, put a little bit more in here remove a little bit of that. And now let's see what that next level of you can feel like. And then once you get there, you're like, yeah, this feels pretty good. I'm really, I didn't realize that, um, you know, back then I thought I felt good, but now I've done those couple of little things. I'm now here. And then it's again, building blocks and getting to be the best version of you at your optimum health, which then again, comes back to being that the alpha uh, version of yourself too.
0: You know, you go out to a favorite restaurant that you used to love. Oh, I've got to have that dish again. I loved it. And then you have it and you go, what did I love about it? <laughs> you <know? laughs> because your taste buds and everything <laughs> about it has changed. I don't like this dish anymore, you know, and it, and that's When you analyze it, you look at it, one of the reasons I don't like it anymore is because it's not very nutritious. You know, my body isn't happy to receive it. So, you know, we notice those changes, right? You're not craving this and you're not craving that anymore. You want to go for the raw carrot and the apple rather than going for the bar of chocolate or the cookie.
1: And, you know, sometimes you, you might not, you know, right. and it's also being comfortable with that. And it goes back to what we said before, if 80% of the time you're doing yeah. the good stuff, then if you did want to go to your restaurant and have that food again, like it's totally fine, you know, or you might go to the restaurant and think, oh, I really fancy trying one of their other healthier dishes yeah. rather than the big burger and fries. So, yeah. but being okay, with whatever that choice is, Yes. like that's, that's the whole point as well.
0: I mean, I don't um, eat red meat at all or or pork or any of the most that I do Mm. is chicken. But I love the veggie burgers, Um, you know, so if I still feel like a burger, I can have a burger, but it's a veggie burger and and it's got kind of less on it. So don't deprive yourself, but you do adjust. You know, I could I couldn't eat a steak now, you know, not only because I've gone more into the vegetarianism, but also, you know, just um, your whole body changes so completely. we resist change so much, and but we know that we need to change and then we fight that change. Um, but when we accept that change, we're so glad we changed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we're, we're complicated aren't we as human we beings?
0: <laughs> we fight ourselves so much, don't we? Yeah. You know, if we just kind of like let it go, just go with the flow, you know, just do it, you know, Nike's thing, just do it. Mm. Um then we 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 look back at and go, why did I resist that so much? Yeah.
1: What I found, you know, when people need to create a change is, you know, that like we said before, they have to want to create a change. And the first thing that, you know, if you're aware that someone needs to to make changes to become healthier, if they want to get fitter or lose weight or they need to improve how they're eating, the first thing you need to do is educate that person so they understand the implications of not making the changes and then the benefits of where these changes are going to help them. And then, you know, that person is up to them. They've got all the information and that they can make that decision. And that's a lot more, I want to say effective, but it's empowering for the person who's taking it on board, Yeah. Um, you know, because they're not being told what to do because, you know, past the age of like being, yeah, Yeah. we don't like being told what to do. We're told what to do as children. And when we're adults, we're like, who are you to tell me what to do? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know, it's understanding like knowledge is power so it's like okay you know what's potentially going to happen to you if you carry on this way like what those implications are but if we start to do this this is then what the other outcome could be so it literally is your choice and then providing that support mechanism for that person if they want to come and work with you and once they've they've chosen to, to make the choice to come and work with you it's like okay we now know that this is what you want to do but why and then really really drilling down on that why you know so for instance if i'm working with a lady and she wants to say drop a dress, dress size it's like okay so your goal is to drop a dress size your why is potentially you've got an event that you're going to let's say like your a sister's wedding and you want to look good as the bridesmaid okay so that that's your your goal um and we know what your why is but then it's understanding why is it important to you to look good Um, as your sister's Mm bridesmaid so then really getting that person to put themselves in that event in that space in the future who's going to be there how are they going to be feeling how are they going to be feeling when they've lost the weight and they feel like they've got their goal and they look incredible in this dress why is that important to them who are they seeing how does that make them feel and then again you know what happens if they don't achieve that goal right and then it's how do they sustain it yeah and the sustainability yeah exactly um so it's getting that emotional connection to the reason why someone wants to to go on this journey and then once you really understand that and the person who's working towards a goal understands that then it just makes it easier to work with and then you're less likely to do the silly thing of getting your own way you know you'll be able to find instead of obstacles you'll see opportunities and you'll be able to find ways to you know create the changes that you need to do to achieve the goal that you want and you know i work with them and do that in a supportive collaborative space and it's always without judgment and it's always through
0: that education to empower women we empower each other through caring but also through fun yeah Right. You know, there's a lot on our plate, you know, if we're mothers, uh, you know, if we're business people, there's a lot of responsibility on our plate. And sometimes, oh, God, this is another responsibility. But instead of like, you know, let's make it fun. Let's make this fun. Let's prioritizing your health, your life. Let's make it fun. And very often we're we're giving fun out to everyone else, but we've forgotten how to give it to ourselves.
1: (laughs) Well, this is true, you know, um, I think sometimes as a a busy mum or a busy female, it's very, or, you know, anyone who's busy with all the responsibilities of life and of work and it kind of can feel a little bit heavy at times and, you know, we can get lost and caught up in the day-to-day and forget the things that we used to love to do when we were younger, when we didn't have any responsibilities or restrictions you know, where did we used to spend our time? What did Mm. we used to love to do where we could literally lose time? And, you know, when was the last time you were doing activity and didn't feel like you wanted to check your phone or know what else was going on around you? Right. Because you were so happy with where you were and so very present in the moment. And that's where, you know, a lot of society has become lost at the moment where yeah. too busy thinking I've got to do this, got to do that. And the Kate again, again, it comes back to that gratitude. We're not appreciative of where we are at right here in this present moment. Um, so it's really, you know, we need to focus on that to be able to move forward with our goals, but to find, you know, what makes us happy, like what lights you up, what makes you laugh and go do more of that and and be okay with taking that time for you to to go and do that, you know, like if you want to go and watch a comedy, go and do it. If you really like losing yourself in a good book, go do it. You know, you've got to make sure that just as you schedule your time to do your work, your family time, Hmm. that you schedule time for you, for your time for what you enjoy doing and then you're going to feel more fulfilled you you won't feel empty or lost you know because you're going to be more connected to your purpose and what lights you up and that sense of who you are
0: it's essential that we need to do that to ourselves Definitely. it's the old oxygen thing right you can't help anyone else if you yeah. are gasping for breath and um we are inclined to spend ourselves everywhere else and and be spent and mm-hmm. so th- you know th- it is essential just as your nutrition is, as your exercise is, as your mindset is, but as your nurturing of self is just as essential to your well-beingness and the well-beingness of the people that are counting on you.
1: Yeah, definitely. You've got to look after yourself first. Again, so you can be the best possible version of yourself. Yeah. so You can help the others around you, definitely. You know, so, so self-care is the most important thing you can do. And yes. you know, it's a good practice to, to get into to teach those others around you as well.
0: Yeah, you're the example, right? It's, you know, um, Yeah. You, you, you're the one that uh, if you're showing that self-care, especially to your children or other family members, you're showing, well, yeah, she can have it all. You know, she is well-balanced. She's enjoying life. What is she doing? She's placing yeah. some self-care on herself. Well, I've got to give that a try. Like when Harry met Sally, right? I'll, I'll try that.
1: <laughs> and, and, you know, be okay with doing things for you guilt-free as well you know like i've said to people before like it's your life yes you have responsibilities and and you do have to have those relationships where you are responsible for things but at the end of the day it's still you and you've still got to do what makes you happy and focus on on that as well
0: yeah now tell us about the books the winning formula, discover oh. the secrets to unleash your alpha male. Now, a lot of people go alpha male. Oh. You know, I'm female, female. What does alpha male mean? Everything has to have balance, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it.
1: Yeah, well, it, it is actually alpha female, which is quite alpha funny. Female, because sorry. If you look up <laughs> alpha <laughs> so. male in the dictionary, it's actually there. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but alpha male is in the dictionary, but alpha female isn't. And it's quite funny because some people, it's, it's an interesting word to use because you, you think of what does that conjure up for you? Mm. You know, do you think of like a powerhouse woman who quite might be quite cold and yeah. masculine and, you know, wants to take people down to, to get her, what she wants? Or do you think about a woman who is empowered? She's self-assured, but not arrogant. And she's not afraid to speak where she needs to. She's not afraid to speak up. Um, and where the book came about from was, um, I interviewed uh, leading females in in sport, but they were competing in a sport at the top of their game, but in a sport that was potentially traditionally thought of as just being for, for men. Um, so, you know, I interviewed a rally car driver, a monster truck driver, a female boxer, a female cricket captain. Um, who else did we have? Uh, the lady who did the first um, footballing broadcast over here on uh, British TV and a canoeist and an Olympic swimmer. So all these sports were... Women were thriving, yeah. but in a traditional male sport. So I kind of got inspired and I thought, okay, um, what what's the similarities in their story? How have they done that? I wonder what challenges they've had to overcome. How have they um, dealt with the social stigmas? Mm. What have they done to be able to push through and be their best in not traditionally thought of as a female sport, yeah but something that they loved doing. So I interviewed eight um, amazing ladies that had the honor of being able to share their stories. And then from those interviews, I pulled together the the common themes and traits to help inspire other women. So if there's something that they want to do, how can they go and do it? Mm. You know, have a little bit of tenacity, look to go all in, commit, find that support crew, you know, have that never quit attitude. And again, following your passion and Mm. go all in and do what you love to do and be smart with your goal setting so it all came about and um yeah i brought this book together it was a little bit of a project that i spent 2020
0: doing in, in great lockdown. <laughs> yeah, well there's um, something and, very progressive right there right
1: yeah and, and now it's ready. It's just recently been released. And if anyone wants to find out more about it, they can just go to unleash um, and you'll be able to get your hands on a copy. So, yeah, it, it's amazing. I'm incredibly proud of it. And I know it's going to help many women to be able to, you know, get out the shadows and step into their light and you know if possibly if someone's thinking about i want to try something um but i'm not too sure how to get there or what to do then i know that these stories are going to help to inspire them because it's going to show them the way that they can increase their self-belief and their confidence Mm -hmm. in their ability to go out and achieve
0: remove those limitations that have been imposed upon them just because they're female
1: yeah, exactly. Right, and, and just again stepping into their own personal power and being their alpha female. Yeah,
0: right. Um, nothing wrong with being an alpha at all. You know, alphas are, no. are quick deciders and leaders and everything else. But it also means we're taking charge of our own lives, right? And that's what exactly. it's, we, we, that, that's it is. Everybody wants the empowerment from, so to it. do that. So yeah. So tell us about the other book, uh, the winning physique how to get the the competitive edge on stage yeah definitely so that
1: oh sorry are you there yeah Did i'm here sorry
0: no that's okay it's wonderful zoom <laughs> we love the internet it's with us oh, okay, oh, it's cool. not. <laughs> yeah so that
1: that was my um let say that was my second second book i know <laughs> um my first book was the um The winning physique, discovering the secrets to um, unleash—sorry, discovering the secrets to get your competitive edge on stage—and that was all um, that was inspired by my days when I used to compete as a female bodybuilder in figure competitions. And it brought together a collection of leading female athletes again, um, who are pros in different divisions within the bodybuilding world for females. And we had a look at, you know, what their training plans were, what their diet plans were, how they got through the challenges that you go through to get up onto stage and Mm. compete and you know it's a a little manual for people if you like so if they were inspired and wanted to try you know to be a bikini model or get up onto stage or even if they just wanted um, a a physique transformation they've got the tool to be able to go and do it and do it in a healthy way um, and have stories and advice from people who've gone through and had that experience themselves you know so they're not going to make the mistakes that we've all made in there because we share our journeys in the right. book too
0: we can do anything you know uh forget about gender it, it all comes into what's our passion and how much are we going to feed that passion nurture that passion to be um if you're wanting to get up on stage just for everyone else to see you then it's the wrong wrong reason but if you're getting up on stage because you feel you have something to share and again that inspiration begets invitation you know if you think about it a bikini model is is an athlete you know they have to keep their bodies you know so excellent in order to be the bikini model and then they're out there in front of the cameras and on the stage and everywhere else and you have to have confidence to do that so confidence isn't somebody else's opinion of you it's your opinion of yourself
1: Mm. and it's all about because i competed for over a period of four years and, and did three seasons and every time um, I went and did my next competition people would ask me Claire why are you competing again why are you doing this and it was because I love the process that I went through and the whole sense of achievement of setting a difficult challenging goal yeah. and then achieving it and knowing I could do it and it's that small I mean my, my goals are quite big but you know I work with people then um to set small goals because once you start to set a small goal and, and you achieve it that's another way to increase the stepping stones of increasing your self-confidence and your belief in you know that you can do things and once you've had a small few wins underneath your belt yeah. it opens up your mind you think okay i can do this i know i can i've, I've shown myself that i can do this this and this and so now what can i do and it's just that that growth mindset comes in again and you know stepping up onto stage it's it's an individual journey for for anyone and it's it's a very subjective sport so you know you have to trust in yourself and because you never know who's going to be on stage as well it's a really interesting sport so you never know who you're going to be up against on stage that day so you can't monitor what your competitors are doing Mm. so you can't compare yourself to others so you just have to completely trust in your process and know that you're doing everything that you can do to bring your best possible physique on competition day so it allows you to create this super um super strong discipline and motivation because you have this talk with yourself. It's like, well, you know, I'm supposed to go and do a training session, but maybe I'm a bit tired. And then you say, well, my competitor, I don't know who they are, but they might be still going to train while they're tired. So I need to, and it just gives you that little bit of an edge and that spark and fire within you to, you know, be like, yes, like I'm going to move forward in my life and no matter what area it is in your life and doing, doing it for you Because you Mm. don't know who you're comparing to, and then, like I said, trusting that process, you're bringing your best possible package on stage that day.
0: You know, I say to people, move forward. I don't care if it's toe to toe. You know, then then you then there's a foot, and then it's maybe a stride. Mm -hmm. You know, the leap is up there somewhere. It's not about you having to get up and take that leap of faith. I'm one of those jumpers, you know, I step into the abyss, mm-hmm. blind, deaf and dumb in order to hear, see and feel, um, you know, slow down a little bit. Maybe I don't leap quite so far now, mm-hmm. but in the early days, oh, I don't know if I can do it. Let's try it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sometimes I fell and sometimes I didn't. But the whole point is we're not meant to be stagnant and we are meant to be moving. Mind, body physical soul everything we are constantly meant to be moving forward but if all you can manage right now is is one toe in front of the other you know you will gather momentum the more you put in and then you know suddenly mm-hmm. you've noticed it's a foot notice it's a stride notice you're running notice you're doing that and you look back and go i didn't know i was this strong this courageous i had this kind of ability if i have it here where else can i have it and all of a sudden you exactly. start seeing your life in a totally different light. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I totally agree with
1: that. Um, and like I said, it's just encouraging that growth mindset to, you know, grow within yourself. It's it's that how can I? Yeah. What else is possible, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It's all about opening up to see more opportunities. Couldn't agree with that one more. Right.
0: So your programs that you have, they're online, obviously, right now, because we're all still in lockdown. Tell tell us what they're all about and how you and whom you reach around the world. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I've got three online uh, mindset coaching programs, or I should call them female uh, empowerment programs. So my foundational course, it's a four week online program It's called Find Your Fierce. And it really does help to create the foundations for a lady to get a hold of you know, as I said, that mental junk. So we have a look at their relationship with food, their belief systems around their eating habits. We identify, you know, self-sabotaging triggers, behaviors, create a plan to overcome them. We have a look at, again, positivity and gratitude and language that you're using to to yourself. Uh, We have a look at the relationship between um, a healthy body and the relationship that has on a healthy mind have a look at what you're passionate about you know start to get you more connected to living with joy and then creating smart goals to be able to achieve what you want to in life so that's a four-week online program And um, like I said, that's the the foundational course, Find Your fears, And then once you've completed that, you can move on to the next program, which is called Alpha Accelerate. And this dives a little bit deeper. So you've got the foundations, great. We've mastered creating these small little habits. So now what? Now how are we going to amplify and take that to the next level? So we dive deeper. We have a look at your readiness for change. We dive deeper into that language and self-talk. and We start to work on strategies to really change those um, subconscious behaviors and patterns to really be able to get a handle on on where you want to go we dive a lot deeper into having a physical transformation for each individual who completes the program so they can see what they are capable of and feel how they want to feel and have that big physical transformation change you know whether it be weight loss muscle gain or just being healthier and then feel what it feels like to follow the structured um eating plan and achieve goals around that and then seeing where that goes in terms of the relationships with people that you have around you you know in your work in your career and so it really does take the foundations from the find your fist into the next level Um, My winning warrior program, it's more of a bespoke program. So that's why I work on a one to one basis with the individual. And it really depends on what their goals are and what their needs are. So the other two programs are are group coaching programs. And the winning warrior, like I said, it's more bespoke program. It really does depend on, you know, what the female wants to work towards, what they feel that their um, obstacles are, the challenges are. And then we create a a program specific to them and then you know it's full accountability along the way regular check-ins um, progression and really amplifying their life again but on that one-to-one basis and then I also have a online community it's called the Naked Warrior Tribe and I've got women in there and it's just literally a community it's exactly what tribe says it's a community of like-minded women who are looking for real information about what to eat when to eat it have daily inspiration there's live workouts in there there's exercise guides you know there's q a's in there there's educational sessions so it's the online community where women can come together and Just find support in those areas um, which we're all focused on, which is the mindset, training and nutrition Um, and, and, you know, share their experiences and be the light for all of those around them as well.
0: We don't realize that we benefit other people so much more when we are light ourselves. You know, I used to be afraid of the dark Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are afraid of darkness. Well, you want to get to a stage in your life where you can go into that darkness without any fear because you are the light. Yeah, and That takes, you know, the wholeness journey, doesn't it? It's a mind, body, heart and soul journey.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and uh, we also have to be willing to invest in ourselves financially, emotionally, time, spiritually, everything. Because we, there's a lot to undo um, and then there's a lot to re redo in our lives, re-inject into our lives. And the more we do that, the more we're willing to go through the process the stronger mm-hmm. we understand we are the 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 more abundant we really are and what a real gift is in life not the expectation gift that's been imposed upon us but the gift of who we really are and what we're here to do and now that beacon of light you are to others is serving them so yeah you owe it to yourself to be the best you can be for you mm-hmm. the-
1: yeah, definitely for you and like I said the impact that you have on others around you because you know once you start to be the best version of yourselves and people see what you're capable of mm-hmm. you're undoubtedly going to be able to inspire them you, you know you never know the impact that you're going to have on someone just by them watching you yeah so that's why you always need to try and make yourself be that positive impact and you know like I talk quite a lot about trying to stay positive and looking for for the good and you know, it doesn't mean that like the negative or the bad experiences aren't going to happen to you. Like you're still going to have, oh, yeah. have like oh, the yeah. cra- crap of life. Oh yeah. But your ability to be able- yeah exactly. Yeah. The, but your ability to be able to move on from it quicker and have it impact you less. Yes. Is a lot easier and better when you are practicing this positivity and putting yourself to be that light. You know, and stepping into your power so you can positively impact others around
0: you you know what to do because you've learned the skills and just like we talked about at the top of the hour you know that driver cutting you off you don't step into anger you go okay all right what do i need to do about this or what should i do about this maybe nothing to do about this you don't kind of sweat the small stuff right that's the big thing i think is uh yeah you know it just is do i want to spend my energy on this no you know, or do I need to spend my energy on this to help someone else? Yes, but I'm, you know, they all, um, uh, Miguel, oh, is it Miguel? Miguel Ruiz, you know, the four agreements. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. speak your word with integrity. Um, do not assume, ask before you assume, yeah. right? Exactly. Um, um, gosh, I, was for- I know them off my heart, but I was forget when I'm actually on here. And it's, uh, um, you um know, it's, it's funny I'm literally just reading that book at the moment but I haven't got to the fourth agreement yet. <laughs> right, right, right. Well it's it's speak your word with integrity. Uh, don't take things yes. personally. Oh that's, that's a big one. one. Yeah. Don't take things that personally. One. Yeah. Um you know um don't assume because everybody has a story until you're mm-hmm. willing to listen to it you don't know. And just do your very best, not yeah. in comparison with anyone else just knowing whether you've done your best or not for simple agreements that are absolutely wonderful. There's another book that you should get your people to read too is Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Uh,
1: yes, I've heard of that a long time ago. Yeah, it's I an get, Aldi, yeah, but it's, that but it's
0: Two mice, two men around abundance of mm. cheese and one day the cheese is gone and it's the reaction and you identify with the reactor. And it's a really good eyesight. Oh my God, you know, I've become him. Give me back my cheese. I'm going to sue you. Who is that benefiting? No one. So you know, that self-identifying of habits that we've got caught up in, right? And that I don't like that habit. It's not serving anybody. It promotes you and ignites you to go in into creating a new habit. So... But yeah, definitely. There, are, there you know there's always people like you out there that's there to guide and nurture people through their own nurturing. You're not there to do it for them. It's not a quick fix or a downloadable app. It is a process that you're offering people to go through, but mm-hmm. a process that with each step there is an enlightenment, a self-enlightenment and a self-empowerment to come from it. And like when they finish going through that process and they look back, they won't recognize themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? all no, the better
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly it, it's just all i do is just show them way, you know and if they choose to go it then they, yeah the results that they get you know i've had many women go through my programs and shown them the way of my stuff so and and it works yes
0: exactly and the thing is we're not meant to do it alone
1: you yeah. know that's the
0: reason why you were given the gift of what you were given to share it with others you know we we have people out there to help us and guide us through because there's times we're going to feel lost or we don't know where we're going or we don't know how to do it or we just need somebody to cheer us on so it's really really important that we do accept that and Mm -hmm. uh, and allow other people to help us along the way because that's what they had to do so how do people get hold of you and you know your site your your facebook your instagram etc um, you can find me, um,
1: my website is the naked warrior.co.uk. I'm on social media, uh, on Facebook again, as the naked warrior, my online community on Facebook is called the naked warrior tribe. And on Instagram, I'm, uh, at sign and then underscore the naked warrior. So pretty much if you go to anywhere and, and look for the naked warrior, that's me. <laughs>
0: right. And there's another site here. I'm going to put the glasses on so I can see it. It is. Yes. Um, unleashyouralphafemale.com. What is that? Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, so that's the one which is all about um, the book that we spoke about. So the the winning formula, discovering your, the secrets to unleash your alpha female. So if you want to know specifically just about that book and the women that I interviewed in it, then it's
0: just go to unleashyouralphafemale.com. Just out of interest, how many men have, I, have gone to and say naked warrior? <laughs> <What's this>
1: <laughs> <on>? <laughs> you know what? I, I get that from from men and women, and it's people are like, why did you check? Like, why why that brand name? And it's you know, it's it's about empowering women to be themselves yes. and allowing the vulnerability to come through by you know not hiding behind anything. So you're being vulnerable and, and you know essentially being naked but you're being feminine and you're being strong so it's allowing you to really step into your power and owning who you are and not being afraid to do that you know it's yeah. about you know the, there is the element as well you know with the strength of the feminine and the warrior queen and you know fighting for what you believe in but also having that vulnerability and then trying to create a body that you're happy with and you feel sexy with and you're confident in. So, you know, a little bit of the naked element in there. So that helping you feel good naked,
0: you know, um, and
1: being, being that warrior queen and really stepping into the power of who
0: you are. Right. Exactly. You know, the, the nakedness is that vulnerableness and the greatest gift you can give someone in trust is your vulnerability. Yeah. Right. So without any form of apology. So, great thank you for taking this journey thank you for doing what you're doing
1: oh it's Um, amazing you know it's just so rewarding seeing the women that i help and being able to make a positive impact and you know like i'm just trying to create that ripple effect to to help more people so right
0: and it's you know it's not about just getting thin and looking good for other people it's it's about your wholeness You know, It's about the whole of you, mind, body, heart, and soul. And if you aren't willing to get rid of that negative junk and if you're not willing to kind of feed the right things, the right energy, um, invest in yourself, uh, in your body, then you're just not going to get the results and you're going to constantly be self-criticizing. So find your own self-courage and drop her a line. Uh, They can fill out a form on the site, thenakedwarrior.co.uk.
1: Yep, there's a contact form section on there, definitely.
0: And it doesn't matter where people are in the
1: world? No, you know, I work with women all over the world.
0: Excellent. So it's time, as women, we matter, (laughs) to step up. And the empowerment of yourself in body and mind isn't for anyone else but you. But when you Mm -hmm. stepped into that empowerment, then you realize how fruitful you are to everyone else. So you owe it to everyone else to be abundant within yourself
1: amazing sounds so good
0: (laughs) thank you so much for being here today claire
1: oh thank you sarah it's been a pleasure and thank you for having me i've loved sharing my my thoughts and my journey thank you so much and your
0: passion and conviction because it comes through strong so that's great yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) amazing thank you so much you enjoy the
0: rest of your day you too and to everyone else remember your health is your choice and every other way step up and give yourself some self-love until next time bye for now